I'm dejected, America, as we enter into this amazing episode of Speak. I do not want to deliver the breaking news of the day, but I must. Brandon Staley, friend of the Acho family, he is officially fired today as the Chargers head coach. But I must say, nobody has told you what I'm about to tell you. On November 26th, Brandon Staley approved his firing long before yesterday's poor performance. Here's how. Do you still feel like your messaging is hitting to people, to the you know members of this team, and still coming across? Yeah. Otherwise, you'd get blown out of the stadium. You know, in one of these games, you'd get blown out of the stadium, and that hasn't happened. November 26th, Brandon Staley said his message was still resonating with the team because they had yet to get blown out of the stadium. Well, checks date, they've officially been blown out of the stadium. Before Brandon Staley ever approved of being fired with his play, he approved of being fired with what he had to say. The team has been blown out of the stadium, and it's simple. Staley, he did have to go. Because when you're no longer good at what you're supposed to be good at, then what are we still keeping you for? The Chargers hired Brandon Staley because he commissioned the number one defense in the National Football League in 2020 coaching the Los Angeles Rams as defensive coordinator. Well, the Chargers have never even had a top 15 defense since he's been the head coach. You can't blame anybody but Brandon Staley. And worst of all, he signed it, he sealed it, and he delivered it because he himself said they were listening because they hadn't been blown out. Well, now they've been blown out, and he's unemployed. Heading to the desk. Shady, man, this was hard for me, big dog. Shady, you know in the NFL when somebody gets fired, you know what you got to do. Had to pour out a hydration oh, for him. Yeah, that's my rule. Pour out, can I? Had to pour out. Had to pour out. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I got to pour out a hydration for him, y'all. I can't hit him. Okay, okay. Well, but, you know, there's like wires and stuff on this. But side. we don't call it hydration though. Yeah. Yeah. Had to pour one out. In Philly, we had to pour one out. In Philly, had to pour one out for him. That's the most respect you give a man. That's like. all I can do. <laughs> Coach Staley, you a good friend of the Acho family. You were my brother's linebacker. Coach's love. But Shady, got to do my job. Yeah. Got to do my job. Please don't. I'm thankful I still have one. Um, 2-5, is the Chargers head coaching job, because now it's vacant, is it a good head coaching job? Let's spin this forward and have the real conversation that y'all need to hear. <sighs> Let me put my love Go ahead for a second. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Ooh, I rock, that's it? I rock with Staley, too. That's it? That's it? Get a lot, a lot. You get a little bit. I bet. Let's see then. Ain't no. All right. Oh, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We showing love around here. We showing yeah, love around here. Okay. What you got, James? Yeah. Pour some I'll pour out. Yeah. Out. I'll pour two of them one for you. Pour one out. Pour one out for George. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm here. I, I'm getting paid this week. Let's I didn't get it. Pour one out, James. One for me. Why are we pouring this? One for Joy. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Much respect. Respect. It's love, coach. It's love. Respect, man. When I got good, when they traded me, did you pour some out for me? My dog. When they traded you, did you? My dog. Oh, okay. When they traded you, I, okay. Oh, when they traded okay. Shady, I said no. Okay. I said no. Right. I said no. Okay. You know I'm not letting them bring you another one on site. And it makes sure though. I said no, God. Yeah. How dare you? And it better not be water either. <laughs> what's the, que- what's the question? Is it a good head coaching job? Two five. Talk to me. It's a great coaching job. I mean, anytime you go to a team where. You don't have to start from the bottom. Right? This team is a good team. They got a lot of players, though. What? If you just look at the, this, the roster on paper, it's a lot of, I don't want to call them future Hall of Famers, but a lot of all pros, yeah. a lot of pro bowlers, right, yeah. on defense and offense. You look at a guy like Justin Herbert. We all could say that he's a, as an elite quarterback, he's a franchise quarterback. You could say that. Yeah. So winning games, that's why they get paid so much money, because you need a quarterback like that. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the running back. 
Eckler's a hell of a running back, right? Got a solid uh, left tackle and Slater. And then you go to the wide receivers. They got a lot of them over there. Ooh. So if you ask me this question, is this a, t- a place you want to go to? Yes. Mash, can you imagine Andy Reid over there with these boys? You know what? That's too good. He's at mm-hmm. the top of the charts. A guy like Doug Peterson, mm-hmm. he goes over there. Nick Sirianni, I could name these coaches. You talked about how um, 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 Mike Tomlin is up and down. Oh, they might not want him. Imagine if he goes there to this team, but this defense and this offense. He'll win games. So... I would love, if I was a coach, I would definitely go there. I would be knocking on their door, hire me first, because I can win with this team. No, I'm with you. The, the first thing as a, as a head coach trying to get a job, you going in there, you interview, and you say, what's the quarterback spot look like? Yeah. Oh, first question. It's very, very good, right? I mean, you got a guy that's a franchise quarterback making a lot of money, right? Then you go, what's my defense look like? Mm. You got two all-pro pass rushers. Mm. Bill Mack, Joey Bosa, you got two of them, right? You got an all-pro safety in Derwin James. You got an up-and-coming corner. And my man, Asante Simon Samuel, Samuel Jr. Jr. Yes. And then the receivers. I mean, you get Mike Williams coming back. You have all pro Keenan Allen. You know, you got the first round pick. Quentin. I yeah. mean, come on now. You know, this it is going to be a lot of coaches knocking on the door trying to get this head coaching job because this is a quick fix. This ain't no, I need four years and all that. This is... Next year, we could be in the playoffs with the roster and the players that we have with the right guy in charge, with the right message, getting these boys to play at a very, very high level. This job right here is very intriguing for any coach mm. trying, trying to get, get, a, get a head coaching job. I would definitely be looking at this one. Yeah, obviously, there's only 32 of them, so any of these are good jobs. Mm. But we can all agree, some situations are better than others. Yeah. If I'm going to go to a new head coaching job that has Justin Herbert there under contract, I feel like that's a really good start. This is, this is a great situation great. for a head coach. Some, anytime you fire a coach midseason, obviously the situation currently is not good. Yeah. We know that. Otherwise, they wouldn't get fired midseason. But what is the material that you have to work with? You know that you have a franchise quarterback that has a lot of talent. He was disappointing this season. He clearly needs some more development. But they paid him for a reason. We've mm-hmm. seen with our own two eyeballs, he has talent. Yes, he, he needs the right amount of coaching. Now they fired the coach, so we know that some elements of what's happened this year was due to coaching. So we can move forward in th- with that with, a, with a, a coach that has the ability to develop a young quarterback, which is what Justin Herbert still is. Yeah. So that's one. That's one thing that makes it a very great situation to me. The other part is they have a blank slate. The Chargers have no identity whatsoever. No. It's not like you're going to a place where they want to run the ball. You got to run the ball. Or you have to play hard-nosed defense or we don't want you here. Like there's no kind of permeating idea about what the Chargers are as a organization. We know that they've been disappointing, but as far as their identity or what we want from them historically or any of those things, those expectations aren't looming over you. So you have a blank slate to really create the culture that you want to with the Chargers, which to me is very appealing. You're not coming in with some weird, looming, historical, nostalgic conversation that's going to be constantly linked to your coaching style. That's important. Sometimes you go to these franchises that have this idea of what they want. The the media has an idea of what they want you to be. The fans have an idea. You don't have that there. in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. so you can get some free agents to come here. It's a great place to live. Lots of taxes, not great, but beautiful <laughs> place to live. Very nice. We all enjoy Los Angeles. And when you look at the division, I think we thought more of what this division would be the fa- past two years than what it actually is. I don't see this division as a division that is impossible to win. No. Now, obviously, you have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and I'm never going to bet against them. But you look around, it's not the end of the world. You can come in here and quickly turn this organization around with the materials that you have and put your identity on it as a head coach. 
I do not think that anything you all are saying is inaccurate. I don't think it's inaccurate at all, but I do think it's incomplete. Very, very incomplete. Chargers head coaching job, it is a good head coaching job, but it is a very overrated head coaching job. And let's break down exactly why. Number one, the Chargers' best players are either often injured or older in age. You think about Austin Eckler. He's coming off of his worst season ever. Keenan Allen, he is oft injured, though he is a 10,000-yard receiver. Mike Williams, he is always injured. Let's go to the flip side of the ball. Derwin James has been a beast, but he be getting hurt. Bosa, obviously, he's ending the season on IR. And then here is really where it comes down to a problem, America. Khalil Mack is the best player currently on that defense. What you gonna do? You gonna pay him? Because he's going to be 33 in February. You saw what happened to the Buffalo Bills when they decided to pay a 33-year-old edge rusher in Von Miller. Didn't work out too well for them. At least it hasn't thus far because he got hurt. So the dilemma for the Chargers is very simple. You got a whole bunch of superstar names, but on tape, you're not seeing superstar game. The coach will be held accountable for the names, but he will not get rewarded for the fact that the game does not currently match the name. So is the Chargers job a good job? It absolutely is a good job, but I believe it is an overrated job because we are going to hold the Chargers to the standard of those eight top 100 players. Remember two years ago, the peers of the Chargers said they had eight players in the top 100. So we're going to hold that head coach to that standard. But those eight top 100 players are not currently playing like top 100 players. And when they are, they inevitably get hurt more often than not. So I don't think it's a bad job, but I definitely think it is a overrated job. And that coach is being set up for the okie doke. So I, I hear you. So I'm just thinking, about, okay, it's 32 teams, only a couple bad, bad teams looking for a new coach. Let's just go through the teams, though. Yep. Right? So we know what the Chargers have. The players they have in that locker room, they know the, the, the division, you know all that right now, right? The Bears, right? Mm -hmm. They might need a new coach. Mm -hmm. Do you want to go there and be a coach? Mm -mm. Okay. The Jets, I hope Salah keeps his job, but, I mean, do you want to go there? I'll take that job with 12 coming back. I mean, we don't know what, we don't know what happens. He got an Achilles injury. We don't know what could happen. Keep Adrian, okay? And he is 40. The Steelers, right? Tom, Tomlin. Oh, no. Do you want to go over there and play over there and be a coach? The Patriots. Mm. Do you want to go over there and be a coach? The Panthers. Do you want to go over there and be a coach? And the last one is the Raiders, yeah. which I like that one, but do you want to, want to go be a coach over there? I think the best one, it has to be the, the, the Chargers. You have the players that's already there that are good enough to win now. You don't have to wait for no draft picks. You don't have to try to build no, no new culture. You have veterans that know how to play the game, right? And if you're a really good coach, you're dedicated, you should be able to win with this team. If we look at all the top coaches that we just think of, it's off the top of our head, right? Yeah. We, we see how McDaniels has done with the Dolphins, right? Mm -hmm. You take him over there, what you think they gonna look like? Sure. McVay, uh, um, Andy Reid, all, I can name all these coaches. So I just think that if you look at all the other jobs, opportunities, though, they're not the same as the Chargers. Here's the... Man, it's L.A. You might see your boy do five in the drop top. <laughs> it's L.A., Acho. It's not that I disagree. It's not that I disagree. Hear me out. What I'm saying is this. James, if you just had to say Brandon Staley's record for the last three seasons, if I were to tell you Brandon Staley coached 48 games, mm -hmm. what would you assume his record is based off the narrative? I mean, at least win 25. Or... He went 24 and 24. Mm. But we're talking about Brandon Staley like he went 10 and, and, and 38. Like, he went 24 and 24. I do not know Dan Campbell's record off the top of my head. Andy, off camera, I'm sure you can help me with that. Yeah. Dan Campbell, Brandon Staley were hired the same year, but it looked different. Yeah. And the expectation was different. Still looks different. Why, it still looks expectation. Why is that different? Because Herbert... Yes. Versus golf. That's what I'm saying. The players so, in that locker room. So what I'm saying, I, it's not that I disagree with you. I do think it's a, head, a, a better job. But there's a catch. Because you went 24 and 24, and we're talking about you like you dirt. Keep in mind, 
The blowout we saw yesterday, 63 to 21, it's not the worst blowout we saw this season. Sean Payton got beat by 50, and his starting quarterback was there. But we're talking about him like this, and the reason why he don't have his job is because last year you gave up an 80-point lead in the playoffs, mm -hmm. right? This year you come out and you open the season up and you just three-point loss, three-point loss, mm -hmm. six-point loss. Six-point loss. You're losing these close games that you was losing last year, and your team showed no growth. Your quarterback showed no growth. You went over here and got Kellen Moore to come over here for your offense, and this offense did not get better. So all the decisions that you're making was not working. Like, this dude is blowing leads. And, yes, you can't just point the finger at Brandon Staley. There's a lot of dudes that, you know, you can point the finger at in this. But he's the head coach, so he's going to get the last point. That's why he's out of a job right now. But he's lost so many close games. And when you lose a lot of close games like that consistently, year after year after year, at one point it's on the coaching. At one point you ain't got your players prepared. We broke down some film on Justin Herbert. Why in the world we don't got no answer for hot? Why in the world we ain't got no blitz package, no, no blitz beaters to go out here and win some football games? That comes down to coaching, you know? So at the end of the day, this dude has blown a lot of football games. Even though he's 24 and 24, he's blown a lot of football games with a really good roster. And like I say, I only care about one player when I'm taking a job, and that's the quarterback. Because you can build around the quarterback, especially if you got a franchise quarterback, and get the players that you want to get in there. Yeah, the quarterback is, is the question for me. Like, that's that's... What, what am I working with? You listed all of those teams. None of those teams have a franchise quarterback, uh, except for the Chargers. Exactly. Now, we don't know how good Justin Herbert's capable of being, and obviously he was disappointing this season. A lot of those games came down to the ball in Justin Herbert's hands. Yep. But through the, the through cord through everything of Staley's time there was that he didn't take care of his side of the ball that's either. So when you compare rub. Dan Campbell to Staley, that's where I would say the rub is. Like, you have to – you can struggle, but your side of the ball better not be struggling. Justin Herbert is injured right now. Did you see the score at the halftime? Mm, that I didn't do. have anything to do right. with the offense. Like, yeah. that's... A couple pick sixes. Couple okay, yeah. okay. But, yes, but it was terrible. Okay, it was the terrible. Defense was terrible. Yeah. Defense was been terrible. It was scoring, they were scoring at will. That's yeah. a lot the of points. <laughs> they, scored, they scored some offensive points, too. Let me ask you this story, because let me, here, here is my dilemma. And then before we move on to Herbert, here truly is my tension. This is a tension I have. Dan Campbell, 21-25-1. That is his record since he got hired. Arthur Smith, 20-27. and 27. That was his record since he got hired. Robert Sala, 16 and 31. That is his record since he got hired. Yeah. Brandon Staley is either 24 and 23 or 24 and 24 if you include that playoff game. He's 24 and 24. Mm -hmm. A better record than all those dudes. Yeah, but, yeah. but one got fired. So I'm not even disagreeing with you. I'm just saying if you take this Chargers job, yeah, the, just know yeah. the standard for you is going to be real. And it real should high. be it because be they like has Justin Herbert. Yeah, Robert, what was the Jets when Robert Solid took over? What, what, what did he hear? What did he get? Now, listen, some of it was their choice, like the players that they brought in and the development with Zach Wilson and all that. But, like, what, what were they working with? It's not like he took over some dumpster fire. The expectations are raised when you have certain talent. Then let's talk about the talent. Because Herbert is the talent. Yeah. Herbert is the highest paid or second highest paid quarterback to only Joe Burrow, if I'm not mistaken, in football right now. Shady, I think Herbert deserves some blame. 
I don't think he deserve all the blame because the defense sucked. So it's hard for me to even talk about Justin Herbert today because Brandon Staley, like Joy said, like James said, you didn't do your job. But I think Herbert deserves some blame at a minimum three games. Miami Dolphins, you lose by two. Herbert, you have the ball. Dallas Cowboys, you lose by three. Herbert, you have the ball. Tennessee Titans, you lose in overtime. Herbert, by the grace of God, you won the toss. You started with the ball. So at a minimum, the record going into last night's game could have been eight and five instead of five and eight. I think he deserves some blame. Talk to me. Yeah, I, I do too. I mean, I had them same uh, points on my notes as far as when you have an all-star quarterback, right, a franchise guy that you pay all this money to. Now, the game could go up and down. That's how football works. But at the last three minutes, four minutes, one minute, a couple seconds. That's what you paid them quarterbacks for. Yeah. And he had the ball against a good AFC team in the Dolphins, yeah. right? Up and down game, right? Stay scoring, you scoring. We put the ball in your hands. Yeah. Win the game for us. Get us a field goal range. Mm-hmm. You lost. Two-point po- two um, um, loss to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I right, keep going. Though. Same thing with the Titans. Yep. Three-point loss, right? The Cowboys. That was up and down loss. game. Yeah. Three-point loss. So as much as we want to blame Brandon for this, which he deserves, we got to give some of that blame to Herbert, too. No question. I remember watching him when he was young, I think his rookie year, when I was with Tampa. And I was like, yeah, we was like, yo, who is this rookie right here? Because I didn't really watch a lot of Oregon. I mean, they got the same type of players. They good. You know, they get to the NFL, they be okay. So we watched him, like, who is this dude? Balling, right? So as the more I watch him, like, yo, he's getting better and better and better. Stats-wise, mm-hmm. we need some results. Yeah. So when we pay this money, we want some wins. Because in two years, you can't pay all these players you got on the team. Mm-hmm. We, need to, we need you to put the team on your back. And he hasn't done that. He has the stats for sure, but we need more results. And we need you to win these games when they get close in the fourth quarter. No question. And, and that's what it's all about. I mean, we really wouldn't be talking about none of these coaches if it wasn't for the quarterbacks being solid and going down there and winning football games. Andy Reid has a lot more wins because we know if Patty get this ball <laughs> at the end of the game, it's a W. If Josh get this ball at the end of the game, it's probably going to be a W. At least they're going to have a chance to have win a ch- it. Right. If Tom right. Brady get this ball with 27 seconds left, they're going to have a chance to win the game. If Aaron Rodgers get this ball, they're going to have well, a in, chance. In, in, in the regular season. Huh? Period. Point blank. <laughs> no, no, Aaron Rodgers, not the playoffs. He, he got a ring on my finger, so we ain't going to go there. <laughs> but if 12 get the ball, Aaron Rodgers get the ball, we're going to go down there and score. So... Justin Herbert had the ball in his hands plenty. Play, man. To go down there and say, you know what, coach? Defense ain't been playing well. I got you. Yep. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm, right. I'm going to get you. I got you. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're going to go to the podium. We all going to look good. We won by three. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times he did not deliver. You know what I mean? So you're a franchise quarterback. You're one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the National Football League. You're one of the quarterbacks with the most talent in the National That's Football true. League. Like, he has everything you want at the quarterback spot. Mobile, big, big arm, all that. You know, smart, all that. He has all that. And you did not deliver in crucial situations. And you talking about three, four wins. If Brandon Staley is sitting here right now with three more wins, Brandon Staley is still sitting in his office mm-hmm. um, with a head coaching that job. Part. You know what I mean? So you have to give He's some blame school, like, to Justin Herbert. Private school, too. But we all know yeah, when you're a franchise quarterback. I mean, when you're a franchise quarterback, there you go. Bept the whole, the whole thing, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the kids in school. Would you take a new nanny? Like, this is. Hey, when you're a franchise quarterback, man, a lot of the blame ain't going to go to you. First person um, to is the coach. Would you say he's a game changer? I would say he's a game changer. Well, well you I can't. Wait, 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 wait. I can't. Ooh, ooh. Justin Herbert. Talent-wise and all that, nah, I would say he's ooh. a game changer. But he has not delivered on the football field as a game He a game changer, though. But he ain't changed no game. No, no, no. Change no. But you know what? He a game changer, not change no game. He got that game changer hair, though. That boy got that. That boy, ooh, that boy, though. I have a lot of pause on that. 
that, but yo, bro, I got some good hair. I love you. He, he, yeah. Yo, you know he what? Does if do, you he does, does, the, he does the Prince Charming flip a lot. Yeah, What's that? Wait, you What's that? The shoulder stuff? What's that? Yeah, head and shoulder. He need to go in there. You mentioned the... Yeah. You mentioned all the teams that will be looking for coaches or we've mentioned might be looking for coaches. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. All those teams, the Patriots, the Raiders, the Panthers, the Jets, the Bears, the Steelers. Commanders. Commanders. Ooh, None of them yeah. have had as disappointing of a season as the Chargers have. Absolutely. No doubt. Mm. There is a big gap yes. in the level of disappointment when you look at the expectations that we had for this team, for Justin Herbert's performance, and when you – when you compare what Justin Herbert has accomplished with his peers in his draft class, yep. which I think is, is the most reasonable comparison to Talk do. What is yeah. the other guys that came in when you came in, what have they done? Now, some of them went to more stable situations, so you can give them that. I don't really look at Ooh. it. Uh, what do you mean? I don't even know if anybody, because I don't think Oof. Burrow did. Oof. I don't yeah. think Tua did. I mean, Burrow did. hasn't gone through no co new coaches. Because of him. Yeah. I don't think Tua did. You can speak to that better than Tua me. Tua had a functional start to the... I think it was less functional. I'm saying I don't think Herbert's situation was Oh, no, no. Worse I'm not than... defending Justin Herbert. Yeah. I'm saying he hasn't had the most stable situation. Yeah. He'll be on his third coach in five years. Yeah. Now, some of that is because of his performance. Oh, I think yeah. this year... I think this year you can lay the blame at the feet of Justin Herbert to some degree this year. Not, sure. not at the start. You, you can't control mm -hmm. where you go as a rookie. You can't really control what happens in your second year. At yeah. this point, when you've been paid, the production should reflect that. Yep. So, I do think he has to be he has to hold some yeah. of this especially the games that you mentioned if you win those games we're having a completely different conversation not just about the team but about you yes so yes. you know obviously he, it's, it's going to be a new mm -hmm. season and we'll see what direction they go in but I, I especially think when you consider what his peers have accomplished and Joe Burrow is probably the greatest example of that mm -hmm. to go to a place that had two wins Nothing. the year before Nothing. and then to have them in the Super Bowl Nothing. and it's and we watched it like that was – he had some talent yeah, on him. Here, but he made them better, and they, yeah. they, as a team and as an organization, elevated. Here is – and I'm a cook, and I've been, I've been trying not to cook, but I'm a, I've been chilling, I've been chilling, been chilling, I've been chilling. Let it loose. I'm a cook. I'm a here is the dilemma. If we build our entire take on the false premise that Justin Herbert is elite, then any time the Chargers fall short, we have to find out whose fault it is. Mm. And that is my problem here. Let's think about the quarterbacks in Joy's draft class. She handed me the baton, let me run with it. Joe Burrow went to a more dysfunctional organization than Jalen Hurts and the Chargers. Tua Tungvaloa, y'all know, he went to a more dysfunctional organization than the Chargers. Let's not get it twisted how dysfunctional the Eagles organization was yeah. Jalen Hurts' rookie year. When Doug Peterson didn't even have authority because Jeffrey Lurie made Doug Peterson report to him after every game about what the game plan was. His organization was dysfunctional, at least Jalen Hurts' rookie season. Jalen Hurts went to a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow went to a Super Bowl. Tua Tungvaloa is en route to winning his vision, but what has Justin Herbert done for the Chargers? Now, it's not to say that Justin Herbert is not a good quarterback. I do believe he's a good quarterback, but here's the problem I think we are all making. I'm not going to make it, though. Uh oh. If the premise is Justin Herbert is that good, mm -hmm. then whenever the Chargers fail, you got to blame somebody else. And I'm, my thought is this. Whoever signs up to be the next Chargers head coach, just remember these words. It is your fault. Mm. Whatever it is. Oh, he get no blame. If it's y'all didn't go to the Super Bowl, it's your fault. Mm. If it is y'all didn't win the AFC West, it's your fault. If it's y'all didn't win a playoff game, it's your fault. If it's Justin Herbert didn't win an MVP, it's your fault. Whatever it is, mm. it is your fault because it can't be Herbert's fault. I don't know. I think we're I think we're a little more reasonable about Justin Herbert. Like we definitely got a little off the rails. Like we were driving too fast in the sports car and it started kind of doing that little floaty thing where you feel like you're about to lose control. I think we 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 back 
backed off a little bit. I think we all think Justin Herbert is extremely talented, but he has had the opportunity, especially since he's been paid, to go out there and put the team on his back and win games, he and he hasn't done it. Now, that doesn't mean he's terrible. It doesn't mean his career is over. But I do think, depending on who they bring in as a coach and, and what direction this goes, we'll be reasonable about assessing it because the expectations have to match your talent. You get the praise, you get the criticism. Yeah. That's how it goes. And at the end of the day, a coach can be great or average or bad. You are on the field, so you have to execute. Think yeah. about, though, what we've done to Kellen Moore. Hold, 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 hold on a second. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to know, like, so since when we don't blame Justin Herbert for, for losses or not winning enough, Everybody gets the same blame. We, we do. But the national narrative around Justin oh, Herbert. Oh, I don't, really, is not oh, I don't that know about that because everybody don't know. Yeah, everybody I mean, don't know football. But, so I don't know everybody talking about But hold on. But, but, but Joe Burrow, if he, if he don't, we, we, we blame him. Yeah. Josh Allen, even yeah. though them guys, he got a lot of injuries on that on that team right now. We ain't talking about that. No doubt. If he don't get in the playoffs, we yeah. talking about. Get it done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, I don't do none of that. Yeah. 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 Like Fair. Herbert, I mean, yeah, I mean, we on. definitely pointing the finger at him, but I think the main reason why. The world are the other people that's that's doing TV and all that don't really point the finger because it's not too many games the Chargers lost 9-3 or 10-7. Okay. This man scored 30 and they losing. He scored 28 and they losing. You know what I'm saying? So, and then not only that, it's a lot of wow factor. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's why we have him up there as one of these elite quarterbacks because we turn the tape on and it's like, woo woo. You see that? He, he did that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, if Brandon Staley was sitting here right now and, and Justin Herbert was averaging 15 points, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, right, you ain't that good and the offense ain't that good. But they losing games scoring 25, 30 points per game. Yeah, Still not. losing games. Even though the ball may be in his hands at the end of the game and he got to deliver – this that offense is always there, no yeah. doubt. But yeah, this offense matters. has always been Ooh, clicking this, this when he's one. under center. This, this topic is a good one. Well, the rest of the show is about to get spicy. Who needs to win more? Dak Prescott, who's trying to win an MVP. Can't believe I'm saying that. Shout out to Dak. Or the Buffalo Bills. Not Cowboys or Bills. Does Dak Prescott need to win more than the Buffalo Bills? Who's got more on the line on Sunday? Don't forget, check us out every day. Fox Sports Channel, Sirius XM. On the other side of the break, it's about to get good. Family, we are in second and short, second topic of the day, but it might be the best one. Turn your volumes up for this. Dak Prescott, he's a front runner for MVP, but Buffalo Bills at seven and six. They are tied with five other AFC teams trying to get into the playoffs. A huge matchup, biggest matchup of the weekend on Fox. It's going to be good. James, let's get down to it, big dog. Who needs to win more? Is it Dak Prescott who can take complete ownership Shady, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm going for Josh Allen, baby. Uh, Let's go. We need a big win from, from uh, the Bills, baby. Can I read? Can I like? Can I read? Oh my bad. Can I keep getting through the show, please? <laughs> my bad. My fault. You know this topic is touchy for it's me. It's Friday. Yeah, this is a circle. Anytime it's the it's, <laughs> it's a loose. if it's the yeah, Cowboys or if it's right there. I see. <laughs> it gets yeah. me going. There we go. All right, James. Well, let's get going on it. Yeah. Who needs to win more, Dak Prescott or the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> Uh, this is all about Dak. Um, wow. Dak Prescott needs this more. Number one, I mean, you're this close to the MVP. Yeah. Number two, you're not on Josh level. That's what they saying. Mm. That's, what, that, that's that, what they saying. That was you saying. <laughs> 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 that was they. That was they. That's what we saying. You're right. not on Josh Allen level. I said it. Where y'all about to be on the same football field Ooh. this Sunday, right? Ooh. Josh Allen going to be Josh Allen. Dak Prescott going to be Dak Prescott, right? Show you better than him. That's fact. For one Sunday. That's Show fact. you better than him. Outplay him, right? 
in the pocket, outside, outplay him. You know, this is one of those ones that you could really put a stamp on the MVP. You could continue to keep yourself in that number one seed um, conversation where everything got to come through Dallas to where you are really good at home. But this is all about Dak Prescott. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patty Mahomes, then they say everybody else fall in line. Mm-hmm. When you got a chance to win an MVP against a dude they say is clearly better than you, go show them that you that dude. Point blank period. So this is all about Dak. I think Dak has more to prove. I think this is bigger for Dak Prescott to go deliver a W for the Dallas Cowboys. I guess it's just the Capricorn in me, but oh. I got to be practical. Mm. I would love to say Dak, mm. but if they lose this game, he could realistically still get the MVP and they still going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. If the Bills lose, they might not make the playoffs. Mm. They're in the worst tiebreaker situation of the six, seven, and six AFC teams. If they win over the Cowboys, it improves their chances from 51% to make the playoffs to 70. If they lose, they go down to 30%. Yeah. And they play the Chargers, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. They need to win at least three of their next four to realistically stay in the race. So all these other teams that are above them are in better situations than them. They're at the bottom of that for a reason. So it like, good. They, we went like this, and then now they're, they're trying to come back up the roller coaster hill. They need this one yeah. badly. So philosophically speaking, yes, it would be exciting to see Dak go toe-to-toe with Josh Allen in Buffalo oh, yeah. and win in a notorious fashion. But the Bills need this game. I love <laughs> like, it. We need to see Josh Allen and the Bills in the we postseason, and they need to win this game. Yeah. I'm going to say Dak, man. And I, I was tormented by this question, 2-5. Joy, I was tormented by this question. But first, let's start with the macro. If Dak Prescott wins MVP, this oh. is something that we will be talking about for the next 20 to 25 years in sports. Yes. When was the last time a Cowboys quarterback Ooh. won MVP? You got to go back to 1993, I believe, to find the last time a Cowboys player, Emmitt Smith, won NFL MVP. Ooh. So Damn if it. Dak Prescott wins MVP, that is a much bigger sports story than the Buffalo Bills sliding in as a six or seven seed Point. in an NFL playoffs when there used to only be six teams in the playoffs four years ago, but now you're going to be a seven seed, so you wouldn't even have made the playoffs in 2017. Mm-hmm. I digress. So that's why it's bigger from the macro perspective. From a micro perspective, Dak, you might be able to do something you could never do again. Like, it it is a a truth that Shady had to spend, like, two hours last night really wrestling with. Dak, the league is down. Mm. Rodgers, hurt. Burrow, hurt. Herbert, hurt. Deshaun, hurt. Like, the league is down. Kyler started off the season, hurt. Go back and look up the MVP favorites at the beginning of the season, and you will see that the majority of them are hurt. Dak, go capitalize. Dak balling, though. And he is. Yeah. Go capitalize. LeBron don't care if it's a bubble championship because no, no. he still got a yeah. ring. Yeah, we care. In 1999, when the Spurs won in the shortened season, I believe it was, don't nobody talk about that because they still won. Yep. So, Dak, I don't care that Rodgers is hurt. Hmm? I don't care that Burroughs hurt, Herbert's hurt. I don't care that Deshaun is hurt. Go win MVP. That's you might not have a better chance than this yep. because Dak is balling. But, James, I have to go do some more research, Shady, before I throw you this hoop and let you dunk it. Dak's 38 touchdowns. He's on pace for this season. It could be incredible, mm-hmm. but do not be deceived. In 2018, Mahomes threw 50. Mm-hmm. In 2019, Lamar Jackson had 43 total. Mm-hmm. In 2020, Aaron Rodgers threw 48. Mm-hmm. In 2021, Tom Brady threw 43 and had 5,300 passing yards. Then in 2022, last year, Patrick Mahomes threw 41 in a route to winning another Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP and NFL MVP. That your 38 could be enough to get it done. Mm-hmm. Go get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh. 
Wow, all that, that. all that for that. Huh? All that. For that. <laughs> if you don't want it off of that, I don't know what you, you what you need to do. But I'm going with the Bills, though. Yeah, I played there. Yeah, yeah I've been did. there. This game is more important for the Bills to win this game. First of all, you at home. You at the crib. Right. You you let some easy games slip away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. seven and six right now. Preach two five. How you, imagine what it looked like if the Buffalo Bills, who most people had the favorite to go to the yeah. Super Bowl, yeah, Joy, Joy. to win a Super Bowl, <laughs> and now you're not in the playoffs. <laughs> That, that's one part. That's like, it's like, and then Josh Allen, though, like, you Josh Allen. Talk about yeah, it. Listen, and I don't want to take nothing from that press guy because he's playing phenomenal right no now. Doubt, no he's doubt. playing the best football in the last six, seven Talk games the world. out of anybody. Talk to the world. But, 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 right? If he go back to being what we know him to be tomorrow, he we not. won't be surprised. If Josh Allen don't make the playoffs, I'm going to yeah. be surprised. Yeah. You Josh Allen. Yeah. They go Patrick Mahomes. Uh-huh. They go Joe Burrow. Or go oh, Josh yeah. Allen. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you need to step up. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and even with Sean McDermott, mm-hmm. I think he's a phenomenal coach. Mm-hmm. Y'all playoff team. Yeah. When I was there, they had this, they had this saying. They called it the um, playoff habits reflects play, – what is it? Playoff habits reflect playoff – experiences, something like that. Basically saying, look, we're a playoff team. We're supposed to be here. And when we get there, we're going to do playoff big things. Mm. Yeah. Well, if you're not in playoffs, you can't do nothing big. None so you asking me who the top dog is, who need to win this game, yeah. it's got to be the Bills. Okay. You're at home. Everybody's been talking bad about y'all. Y'all been so close to being some good teams. Yeah. They took Philadelphia Eagles to the, to the, to the wire. Yeah. Right? They lost to the, the Broncos at the wire. Mm-hmm. Win this game. You at Ooh. home. Come on now. Come well, on, Speaking Josh. of having to win a game, Tell your friends to join you watching this next topic because when we return, we're talking about the Eagles and how they must win versus the Seahawks. Turn the volume up for yeah, this one. Yeah. Text your friends. Tell them turn it to speak because this is about to be the best conversation of the week. Eagles at 10-3 already must win. Let's get to it. Do oh, not miss it. Next. AJ, what's more dangerous, an eagle or a Seahawk? Talk to me. We're in third and long, third topic of the day, and it is the topic of the day. Turn your volumes up and get comfortable wherever you're sitting for this one. Eagles, it is a must-win game for my money because their head coach has realized they have lost two straight games, Cowboys and the Niners. But Sirianni, he's trying to stay positive. Listen to what he had to say. What do you say? We're not hitting a panic button as far as we got to do everything. That we didn't play good the last. We didn't play good, and we didn't coach good the last two weeks. We didn't play good enough, and we didn't coach good enough the last two weeks to win the the games um, and it wasn't up to our standards so we're pissed Shady, you pan- uh, okay he's oh, already he's oh. definitely <laughs> panicking already he's definitely panicking he's definitely you don't like what he said? No, no, no. Potatoes. Just want to be first. Oh, okay. <laughs> we ain't panicking in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. we, we had a little loss. They had two little losses. Two little yeah, it was, it was about a lot of points. I don't care about that. But guess what? This is what I do know. That's what I do know. Nick said a lot of things up there that maybe I didn't agree with, but somebody did say. What did he say? He said that we are so good and so talented, we can always bounce back. Do you know why that is? Why is that part? Our leader, mm. our highest paid player, Jalen Hurts. You yeah. smelling something? If anybody could bounce... Uh, a bounce back performance, a bounce back for his team is Jalen Hurts, mm. and we do got AJ Brown out there. True, he's out there somewhere, True. and we know how good he is. Yes, and and uh, um, Smitty, yeah, huh? Smitty, Smitty, and yeah. Smitty. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about no Heisman winner. No, no. You know he hit some drops against the Cowboys. Yeah. He don't drop no balls. Nah, let me see, let me get this flag for yeah, a second. You know, we need a pep talk. Uh, Go ahead. See, I see what they thinking about when they see this flag. <laughs> they said we got the Seahawks. Uh-huh. You put a Seahawk in the cage with the Eagle. You know who gonna win that? We gonna win that. Eagle oh. gonna win that, baby. Yeah, we on the road. We on the road. We need this dub. Uh-huh. Listen, 
Yeah. I'm calling it right now. We're going to blow them boys up. Blow. We, got, we got more heart. We yeah. got more leadership. Got we got more champions. Ooh, and we got a heart. better head coach. And I said that. Uh, Nick Sirianni, you lying, go out man. there, do your job as a coach. <laughs> and, I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm challenging all my Eagles out there, the guys I really, really know. Mm. Show your heart. Show, Show your identity, man. Yeah, 10 and 3, we had two losses. We still time yeah. for the best record in football. True. Let's go out here and we win these games on That's our it. own destiny. Yeah. And we're going to be champs. Champs. Come on, Super Bowl last year, hey. this year's Super Bowl winner. Hey, go get And you heard it from me first. Hey, go get your Man, let me, man, let me get this. Man, let me see. Go ahead. Shady got a good night's sleep. We see this flag. We see this flag. You know what time it is, baby. Shady, um, can you put the flag down? Yeah. Put down the weapon. My fault, dog. Oh, Sometimes I, I go back yeah. to that helmet in the past, no and I want to get out there. Oh, you might need I got to get back to knowing, Shady, you on TV now. Yeah. You can't get like that. You can't help. And I get super emotional. Yeah. We talking Eagles? No doubt. Or we talking Cowboys? Yeah. It's a must win to five. Yes, it's it a is. must win. <laughs> but it's not just a must win. It's a must play well. Because y'all got to remember, September 20th, Jason Kelsey came to the podium and he said to the whole world with everybody listening, I don't yeah, think sure. we have played our best football yet. That's cool, Kelsey. That's cool. It was September 20th. But then a month later, uh, October 25th, Jalen Hurts went to the podium oh. and said, we haven't played our best oh, football same yet. Same it's cool. Same. It's cool. Ooh. It's October. But then Thursday, joy on Thursday. Yeah, it's cool when they do it. Sirianni went to the podium and said, we ain't hitting the panic button, uh. but we still haven't played our best football yet. America, eventually, you gonna run out of football to play. That's it. So in September, I wasn't tripping. Yeah. In October, I wasn't tripping. Mm -hmm. But by December, when yeah. champions are starting to take form, now I'm tripping. Eagles have to win this game. No because in order for them to win this game, they gotta play well. Mm -hmm. And they gotta play well. Because there comes a point, Joy Taylor and James Jones, where this is just Eagles football. Yeah. You all actually have played your yeah. best football. This is your best football. It ain't getting no better. It ain't getting no worse. This is what it is. Said it best. Uh, yeah, I guess right. he's panicking. I guess he's panicking. I guess he's panicking. Go ahead, Joy Joy. Before you start, should I hit the button? Yep. No, 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 no. That's right. No, <laughs> I think this is a must win. Oh. We could, we could hit the button yeah. three times if they lose this game, but oh. we're not there yet. Fair. And I, look, I would love to see the Eagles play at the level that they played last year. I would really like to see that. I would like to see them get a win more than I would like to see them play really well. You play really well and lose, so what? Mm. We know the Seahawks have a lot of talent as well. They are really well coached. But for me, at this point, don't – I'm so conflicted because they, they have so much talent. They have so much culture. They have so much heart. They have so much equity with me. But I haven't seen it this year. Mm. So I'm, I'm like, I'm holding on. I'm white-knuckling to the idea of what the Eagles are. And I just, I just want it to be delivered because I, I've see, I saw them do it last year. I know this is a different team this year. And I feel like this is the opportunity to do it. Yeah. You just lost to the two best teams in the conference. Bad. Now, where I do agree with Shady is two things can be true. You could have lost bad, but you also split with the Cowboys. You also still are tied for the best record in football. So as bad as you've been playing, you're still right here. You've still done enough to be in the situation that you're in and to have control of your destiny. Mm -hmm. So this is the moment. I said this about the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. Go prove it. Mm -hmm. 
You have the opportunity to go prove it. You have the opportunity to shut everybody up and, for, and forget what everybody's saying. You have the opportunity to build momentum and confidence within the locker room. Yeah. And that is really what you need to start doing down this, do the, during this stretch. And it starts with this game against the Seahawks. Man, can I see the eagle flag? Can I? No. <laughs> Flag is shady. That's shady I, I can't see the eagle flag. Oh, you're not. You, you I'm always, just going to take the little page always, out of my dog Shady book, man. Tell him he's not part of the eagle. That was crazy. That's, wow. That's a crazy request. I was like, hey, can I take your girl out tonight? What's wrong with you? Yeah, you know, I'm going to take a little page out of my book. Can I borrow your car and take on a date? You like, what? Can I use your wallet? Can I get your money? Can I get your A-Bash to take out a date? Can I borrow your Louis Vuitton? Can I borrow your Louis Vuitton? Can I borrow your Louis Vuitton? Yo, my man, You know, but my dog say a lot of things on this show. Um, number one, he say, if it quack like a duck, <laughs> talk like, like a duck, duck. <laughs> walk like a duck, it's a duck. That's the Philadelphia Eagles. Number two, they done got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he do say that too. He do say that. Yeah. <laughs> he do say that. Smack up the last couple weeks. I mean, these games ain't even been close. You talk about a must win. Come on, man. What we talk? <laughs> this is all she <laughs> What are we talking about, man? Come on, man. This is a must win. We all know it is hard to win in Seattle. True. It is hard to win in Seattle. You ain't going to be able to hear. See, the Seattle Seahawks got a lot of good players on that roster, too. I don't know if Geno coming back, but if Geno coming back, is going to be even tougher on the road. But you said it best, Acho, for 13, 14, 15 weeks, all we've been hearing out of Philadelphia is we ain't played our best football. Mm-hmm. In the last two weeks, you have not played your best football, and you have gotten blown out of the stadium. True. One at the link. And one on the road, so nothing has changed. And then you listen to Coach Nick Seriani talk. They ain't changing nothing. So for me, I don't even have the confidence that you guys are going to go into Seattle knowing that you guys are going to be the same team. We're going to line up and play. That's what we've been doing. A.J. been winning. Devontae been winning. We ain't going to help our quarterback out with none of these bunch formations. We just got to go out there and make the plays. You got to help your team out. And it's letting me know that they ain't about to make no changes. I don't see them going into Seattle winning this game. I think they are going to lose. I do. Well, I'm so picking you got that Monday circle. night. I am picking the Seattle Seahawks to win this game. You, you know what I'm saying? The circle now. Let me ask you this though. So, so, why do you think that they're not going to make no adjustments? Because he's not. He's not telling you. He's not they telling the media. Saying nothing. Who they got? No, no, I'm not. Saying we got to tell the media. Who the media? Got to talk scheme. But I done been around coaches, and you have been around coaches. Yes, I have. If you get up in the media and you say, listen, man, we just got to make the play. We are who we are. We're going to continue to do it. You ain't changing nothing. I don't believe that's, it. that's out of the coach's I mouth. I don't believe it. You're not changing nothing. This is a must win. They have not played well all season long. I don't think it changes well, now on the road in Seattle. I think they in trouble. I'll say this. Mm-hmm. One thing about good coaches, they do self-scouting. Yes, right? yes. And, Hopefully. And mm-hmm. we, look at these, we look at our team. How can you beat the Eagles? Yeah. Right? How can you stop us? How can you slow us down? He's going to see it on tape. We need to make some more adjustments. We need to have more formation. hope they do. We need to have more motion. So mm-hmm. my thing is, just because he didn't tell the media, we're not doing this, we're not doing that, they don't mean he's not going to do it. Agreed, but Shady, it's interesting. Oh, man. I, but hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, re- I re-listened, though, to what Sirianni was saying yesterday, and the only reason, Shady, I don't know that he will, not just because he didn't tell the media that he's not, that he's not 
He told the media he doubled down. But I, I, I like what he said because it was interesting. Sirianni said, just because we don't motion doesn't mean we're not scheming guys open. Sirianni was like, motion does a lot of things. Yeah. He said, quote, and I'll paraphrase, but he said, motion can not only help create space for guys, but he said, motion can help tell you what the defense is in. Right. Right. He, said, he said, but there are other ways to figure out what the defense is in. You can remove a guy from a formation. You can put a guy close and tight to a formation. You can line up in a three-by-one. All of these things are true without getting into the nuances of football. But what it did tell me was, Sirianni, I feel like you think you're smarter than the game. Because mm-hmm. Sirianni said, last year we had a top offense. This year we have a top offense, which led me to believe like, uh uh-oh, you might think you're a little smarter than everybody else. Now, that's not my point. My point is this, and I'm going to say it, and it might sound crazy. Stay proud. The main thing is no longer the main thing. Mm. I want the Eagles to play better than I want them to win. I care more about the Mm. Eagles playing well than I care about the Eagles winning. At this point, the Eagles are going to make it into the playoffs. Then the main thing is the main thing. So it says, hold on. on. But right now, I care about about the Eagles playing better than I care about them winning. So so, so playing better, you want Jalen Hurts to go out there and you want him to throw four touchdowns and move the ball, and if they lose, it's cool? Here's my thought process. Let's be honest. They won't lose if that happens. If Darius Slay, James Bradbury play to their potential, if Jalen Carter, Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat play to their potential, if Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown hold on to the ball, play to their potential, they won't lose. The dilemma is this, and James will talk. People have lost, though. I'm about to say that. People lose all the time. But not if they play to their potential. If the Eagles play to their best. The Cowboys did, and and they lost to the Eagles. I mean, Josh played to his potential, and they lost in 13 seconds. But who's better? To me, the reason is very simple. That any, if, if two people play to their best, the person that is better will win. It's like it's not even no, subjective. No. If, if you're better than me, Joy, and you play better than me, then you're going to win. Yeah, so I mean, I don't it's, like, it's, it's literally like... I hear your philosophy on it, but this is the NFL. Yes. But you got, you, got, you, got, you got the clock, you got penalties, you got all type of stuff. But if you you're got, getting... Hold on, you got the clock, sometimes the time just runs out. We've been playing better than you, but the time ran out. Yeah. You got penalties, stuff that you but can't... But that means you're not playing better. What I'm saying is like... Ooh, you... wait, wait, wait. We've seen all type of bad calls that should be called that changed the game. Here's my thought. It, for me, it's real simple. The Eagles are significantly more talented than the Seahawks. It's just what it comes down to. If I look at the Eagles roster, if I look at the Seahawks roster, they are more talented. If the Eagles play better, they will win. I'm not saying anything novel. I'm not saying anything that's a crazy idea. A complete the, game, both sides of the ball. Yes, yeah. that's all I'm saying. I mean, that, that, that's, I just that's really ever Eagles, happens like that all the time. Right? But just let it happen but, one time. But, but it hasn't happened yet <laughs> once. But when you said, while I started panicking, and when you said you want them dudes to play great more, you care about them playing great yes, than winning. W. No, the main thing is always going to be the main thing. Wins matter more than all that stuff you're talking Not about. Not right now, because, Shady, for me, it's like this, bro. And we, there, you can be goal-oriented, you can be task-oriented. What it is is this. If I'm in training camp, if mm-hmm. I'm in off-season, if I'm early in the season, I want to get better. Yeah. I know that if I get better, then I will beat you. If I'm only ever focusing on winning, then I forsake getting better. And that's been the problem with the Eagles. The main thing has been the main thing. Win, win, win. The dilemma is, though y'all are winning, you're not getting better. And when you face the team that's getting better, they win. So you mean to tell me you rather play really, really well and walk off that field a loser, mm. then play average or play bad and not play your best game and win? Only right now. Playoffs, of course not. Then it's sudden death. But what I'm saying is this. I think those three losses that the 49ers took in the middle of the season served them best. 
Because when they took them three losses, what they have to do? Wilkes had to go back to the drawing board. He got up out the booth. He went down to the field. What they have to do? You had to go acquire Chase Young. What they have to do? They had to change their philosophy. And now look at them roll. Meanwhile, the Eagles was beating everybody. They was winning by 13. I mean, they was winning by seven. They was, was winning an, by 14. I think, I think a lot of those injuries, for real, for real. A lot of those injuries for the, for the Niners. Agreed, but defensively it wasn't. The, the acquisition of Chase Young. But all I mean, I'm saying they, I mean, is they, like, they, they're, they're a good team. That's what I was talking about earlier with the Niners. Like, okay, they had some bad games. That's, that's part of the football. That's but part they, of it. But all I'm saying is... I don't see no difference. I don't see no real difference. But they had to change philosophy. Like, at a minimum, at a minimum, Shady, you know it's no small feat. Listen, man. The coordinator went from the box. you my guy. I totally disagree with this one. So you want to say, you, basically, I'm trying to break down what you're saying or understand what you're saying. You're trying to say, you want to see Jalen Hurts come out here. You want to see some motion. You want to see some different kind of formations. You want to see them play well, even if they lose. Yeah, and that's going to give them more confidence going into next week because they could turn on the tape and played well, even though they still lost. I'm, I'm looking at it as a coach. I'm looking at it as a coach, and I don't know. Maybe I was obviously I was a less talented athlete than all of y'all. So I'm looking at it as this: if you are going to win, you have to start playing well. I'm tired of only caring about the result mm. because the result can mask how you are playing. And so it's almost like, Joy, and then I'll hand it off to you. It's almost like in, in school when you would take a test yeah. and you got the right answer, but your teacher would ask you to do what? Show your work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter if you stumbled into the right answer because eventually you're going to face a problem where you can't just stumble into the so right I answer. I get what you Show say. your work. I get what I mean, you yeah, say. But you don't, you, don't, you don't rather like learn off a bad tape off a win yeah. compared to teaching the, the coach teaching you yeah. of bad play and a loss you get what i'm saying i agree i believe I you teach have... me off of a win but bad play but i think you have less motivation to be taught no. when you i think i understand where you're coming from now because if you start playing well you're going to find ways to win more consistent That's you know it. what i'm saying if you playing bad and you find the ways to win like these last two weeks, eventually it's going to catch up to you. But if you graduate, uh-huh. then, you know what I mean, the main thing was the main thing. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. <laughs> not, Whether you had a 3.5 you know or 2.0. Like, we, we, we up there together <laughs> with the caps, you know what I mean, with yeah. the gowns. Some of us might have some cords on, but we up out of here. Congrats. All together. Congrats. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some's yeah. a valedictorian, some's a... You failed. You made it. You know what I mean? We made it. They calling my name last, but I'm through. We got the diploma. I hear you, and obviously we would all like to see the, the Eagles play a better, more complete all-around game, look more like they did last year. I would tend to lean towards we need the win, particularly at this point in the season. Mm-hmm. I might have agreed with you had this been October, but at this point in the season where there's actually things on the line for the playoff position, they could slip out of the lead in the division, fall from the, the top of the NFC. Like there's, there's consequences to losing this game. So it's not just that it's three in a row. It could change their playoff position as well. There was a point in the season where I would tend to agree with you. Like, okay, just, just play a complete good game. Not that any loss doesn't matter. But right now, they actually need to win this game. But here's what I'm thinking. And 2-5 talking to you, though, looking at Joy. What I'm thinking is also the Eagles, when playing well, can beat anybody. I fervently believe that. And they can beat anybody anywhere. So for me, whether the Eagles are the five seed because the Cowboys end up as a one or two, mm-hmm. or whether the Eagles are the two seed because the Niners end up as a one, or the Eagles end up as a one, I believe the Eagles can beat anybody I'm, anywhere I'm with you on if that. they're playing well. Yeah. But the Eagles have shown us they can get blown out even at home. Mm-hmm. So let the Eagles win out. 
and let them be the two seed. That's cool. But the 49ers don't care because the Eagles were playing bad. I know it is a, 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 a off-the-wall thought, but at some point, I care more about playing better because if you play well, you can win wherever, whenever. But if you play bad, even though you're winning right now and you can get a two seed. It's not happening in the playoffs. It's not, that's all I'm saying. It's yeah. not happening in the playoffs. No I'm not, I won't disagree with y'all because on the surface, obviously, win, win, win at any point. But yeah. to me, it's kind of like I want to keep getting smarter yeah. until I, I, I would I would also say for a team that was less experienced or young, I would I might say that, that I would tend to agree with you. But this is a team that has experience in the postseason, champions. Champions. They were in a Super Bowl last year. I don't think they need like extra motivation. Like they see the same tape that everyone else sees. They know they're talking about how they're not playing at the level that they need to be playing at. So the, the, the psychological motivation of needing to take a loss in order to improve, I don't think applies to this particular team. To a young team, to a team that's maybe feeling themselves that hasn't point. had the experience, yeah. th- then sometimes you do benefit from a loss because you're like, whoa, yeah. we've been getting away with this, 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 and this. They know they're getting away with it. They're talking about it. Like we're not playing at the level and the standard that we need to be playing at. So I think they already know that. And if the Cowboys beat the Bills, mm-hmm. right, and then the uh, Niners beat who they play? Arizona. Arizona. And then we lose, but we play great. It's like, yo, how do you think they're going to feel about that? If you talk about confidence and all that, you're going to feel even worse. Two of our teams that we going against for the number one seed, they won and we lost. But we played great. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. But I understand where Acho's coming from because it's just... It's no, just, I get it. Just, if it's play just like we should if, win, you, but it's, if you rush for 200 yards and y'all lost, you're going to walk off the field mad, but you're going to be like, I gave these boys that work. And oh, you're, nah, you're going to get nah. confidence from that. Nah. If I'm going out there and I got 180 or something, yeah, I'm mad we lost walking off the football field, but I'm going to have confidence. And I think what he's saying is if you go out there and ball and you and the Seahawks ball and you find a way to lose, at least you're going to turn the tape on like, we're getting there, we're playing the right football. Listen, when I would have, I'll give you a true story yeah. here. When I would give that crazy workout and ball out and had them numbers, I'm always looking at the clock. Like, we went in because no doubt. I want, the, I want after the game, I want that post-conference I want interview. No I want question. that game, game ball and no all question. that. When you lose, you don't get none of that. Yeah, but what I'm saying, none of that. If you and have, you don't feel good going to locker rooms. I bought out. Yeah, but if you but but if you have a really bad game, say say you fumble twice, and, and, we, you, and we I've and been you, there, and, and we won. won. Yeah, listen, you, you, you walking off that? the field with confidence? What? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, no, 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 but it's something to learn over. For example, no we, doubt it's something. And to learn. Uh, with, the, with the Bills, we played the um with the Bucks, right? We supposed to win that game. We were winning. I had a really really good game, and I had two fumbles, uh-huh. right? And um, they got the ball back by the score. Tredavious White punches the ball out. They get the fumble back. I'm like, thank God. I went back to watch that tape. I was so happy Y'all we won. won though. But that's what I'm saying. So even if I play well or I play bad, when you win, all that don't even matter. You go to the tape to learn from it. How can I do better with this? I should have read this, 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 this read better. I should have this, I should have that. But when you win, you can do that. When I you lose, that, but you don't saying, even feel good I'm about yourself, no matter how good you play. It's hard to walk off the field playing extremely bad with confidence, even though you, even though. I mean, I'm a, I mean, if you're a confident player, uh, we're gonna have bad games. No question. We gotta get inside our head that we, you always no. wanna play great. No, the Cowboys didn't play great against the Seahawks. They still won the game. Right. But here's, I guess, let's, from a from a micro perspective, it's kind of like bad. this. Deron Bland, let's go specifically a person. Okay. Deron Bland has been beaten a lot this year. Mm-hmm. But the Cowboys didn't make a change until they were, he was getting beat to the point where it was starting to cost them. Yeah. So he's been beat. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes, at least in my opinion, you don't make a change until it starts to cost you. The point I'm making with the Eagles is, until it starts to cost them, which it has the last two weeks, you won't make a change. I am hoping that the Eagles will start to make changes mm-hmm. because it's costing them. But go. I'm not mad. Like, 
Shady psychology is his psychology. That's why I'm not tripping. I if win. you'd rather win, like, I, I would rather get better knowing that I need to be better to win at the ultimate moment yeah. than win now yeah. and potentially not get better. But if you can win and get better, yeah. so when win. You play blackjack. I don't want to lose no, 10 no. hands uh, to learn how to play. Uh, no. But here's what I will say. I don't, I don't want to hit on 19, pull an ace, and now I start hitting on 19 every time because oh, no. I won when I hit on 19 and pulled ace. Because if you hit on 19, you're developing a bad habit. And more often yeah. than not, you will lose. Yeah. You so you can hit on 19. You was not hit on 19. I don't want to hit on 18 either. Yeah. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? You like, hit on that. If you're hitting on any of them, you're not sitting at my table playing with <laughs> He gotta go. When we return, it is time for our favorite segment of the week. Friday flowers. You can have some flowers, Shady. The stories you haven't heard about in sports, but you need to hear about on the other side of this commercial break. I promise you'll be talking about them all weekend. That's next on speed. What's the flowers that you that lives for a year without no water? What's that called? Hi, Speak Family. It is time for the best segment of the week on any network. Friday Flowers. Joy, take over. Flowers for Shady, because she wants the flowers. Uh, this is a family show, and the James family had a really nice moment. Bronny James made his college basketball debut for USC. The Trojans faced off against Long Beach State, and Bronny knocked down his first bucket, all with Big Bron in attendance. He was sidelined before oh, the start of the season <laughs> after a scary cardiac event at practice, so we're excited to see him back on the court playing again. He got a sweet chase down block. I am reading prompter, so I'm guessing that's what I'm going to Pops had a great weekend as well. He flew back from winning the NBA Cup in Vegas to make Bronny's first collegiate game. Here's what LeBron said about Bronny's debut. That moment was everything for us to be there, to see the first person out of our family, out of the James gang, to grace a college campus and a college floor. Wow. And that was pretty cool, staying in L.A. We should get down to some USC games. No doubt. You know? no doubt. We got to see Juju. We got to see Bronny. We got to see yeah. Juju. Staying in L.A. Shohei Otani changed the landscape of baseball, and he didn't even have to leave Southern California to do it. The former L.A. Angels star signed a record $700 million deal. That's a lot of money, Shady. With the Dodgers this week, it's a 10-year contract, which is crazy in itself, but the details make it unique. While Otani's deal is the largest in Major League Baseball history, the two-time MVP is deferring $680 of the $700 million deal to help the Dodgers build around him. So he will see That's only twenty guy. million dollars over the next ten years. Yes, he's a he's a good man, better than me. Making the reigning MVP and the game's biggest star, only the twelfth highest paid Dodger next season. But congrats on that incredible deal, and congrats to the Dodgers. Flowers to them. So Christmas is still more than a week away, but we're already in the holiday spirit here on Friday Flowers for second year in a row. The Eagles' offensive line has your holiday tunes taken care of. I'm sure you guys have seen this all over social media. After the success of their first Christmas album last year, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, and Jordan Mailata are back with a Philly special Christmas special. Travis Kelsey makes an appearance on there as well, so something of note for the Swifties out there like Shady. And the best part of this is that the albums are raising a ton of money for charity. The second album already has raised $2.5 million in records sold, and the funds go to the Children's Crisis Treatment Center and the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. So flowers to Jason Kelsey and the big fellas big for giving back this holiday season and using their, their very special voices. They actually sing. They can. Yeah, they, they, my know, lot of huh? sing. they can sing, yeah. That's, 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 you know, and that's great. I need some wins. <laughs> we can sing. We can sing later. Can you sing? I can win. 
I need some wins. An Eagles fan told Jordan Mailata, he said, Jordan Mailata left tackle, he, he sings. He said, walking off the field, they said, stop with the damn Christmas carols and learn how to pass. Hey, Philly yeah, different. That's, that's a Philly fan. Well, I'm giving you flowers because I'm not from Philadelphia. I think it's very nice that they are singing, and uh, I cannot sing. Yeah. Um, they my boys. Those, those are my boys, though, Jordan. Those are my boys. Yeah. But need a duck. Sing at their flowers window. Flowers to the other <laughs> line. Can you sing, James? No, nah, I ain't blowing like that. You playing the instrument? Wait, whoa. Nah. You ain't what like that? Oh my god. I ain't blowing like that, man. I we cannot be serious. Whoa. It's Friday. Just <laughs> relax. You play any instrument, Shady? Uh, oh, it's a whole okay. thing. Okay. Thank you. That's right, Flowers, you guys. Think it's with me, so. <laughs> hey, when we return, it's from the NFC East Eagles to the Cowboys. Because the Cowboys Bills game, it is the game of the weekend. But who has more pressure? Dak Prescott, Josh Allen. Let's have the great debate of two of the best quarterbacks playing right now. Dak, Josh, who's coming out on top? That's next on Speak. We're in overtime, family. Spotlight on Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. The game, it is on Fox between two of the best of the best playing right now. Many say that the winner of this game might be the frontrunner for MVP. Dak Prescott currently the frontrunner. Josh Allen sits at fifth place in the MVP odds. Bring us on camera, please. Joy, Dak got a lot to prove. Josh Allen got a lot to prove. Six teams currently at seven and six in the AFC. Josh is fighting for his playoffs. Dak is fighting for an MVP. Who has more pressure in the biggest game this weekend? Josh Allen. You're at home. Everyone's sort of creeping to climb back on the Bills bandwagon. You know, they're kind of snoop, snooping mm-hmm. around, seeing if there's room in there. Can we, get, can we get back on? The pressure's on. We say a lot of great things about Josh Allen, even despite the way that their season's gone. The fact that they're at the, the, the bottom of this list of teams that are seven and six, and they got to do a lot to climb out of this hole they're putting themselves in. We still talk great about Josh Allen because of the talent that he is. Mm-hmm. There's more pressure on him this weekend. This is for the team. This is what you get paid for. This is what we put you in that elite category That's for, right. to win these kind of games against other great teams. Dak Prescott's playing the best out of, out of any quarterback so far this season. He's, on the, he's leading the end. MVP race. He's coming to your house, to Buffalo. Everybody loved Dak. Everybody loved Dallas. Everyone's talking about how great Dak is playing. This is your opportunity, not just to, to calm down all that, say, hey, 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 there's levels to this, but also keep your team in the playoff race. Forget all the MVPs and the rankings and power rankings and MVP, like all those other conversations that, that doesn't really matter. When we talk about greats, it's what they do in the postseason. Right. And you know what you can't do in the postseason? If you're not in the postseason, win in the postseason. So you got to get there first. Yeah. This, is not a, this is not something the Dallas Cowboys are worried about. Yeah, you're playing for, to, you know, yeah. possibly get the division and the one seed. But Dallas is, is going to the postseason. The Bills don't even know if they're going to be there. It's so much more pressure on Josh Allen in this situation. Yeah. Um. I got a circle. You see that? <laughs> I got a circle. 55 mil? 55 mil. mil. That's what they saying this man going to get, that mm. press guy. I mean, that's mm. what the market is. Mm. That's what they saying you going to get. Crazy. That's more than everybody. Then Patty. Then Joe. Then John. That's more than everybody. And I know you're the next man up, but we talking 55 mil. That means you like that. Come on, man. Dak Prescott definitely has more to prove in this one right here. Josh Allen, if he don't make the playoffs, he's going to come in the next season. They're going to say he's clearly better than Dak. Mm, They're they, they going to say that. Yeah, that's true. He ain't even in the playoffs. 
couldn't even go out there in the playoffs and, and continue his legacy because that's what playoffs is all about, building your legacy. He, he, he might not even make the playoffs if he lose this one. He's going to come in the next season, and Dak Prescott going to be under him when they talk about quarterbacks. This one is all for Dak. Dak is really fighting, in my humble opinion, to let the world know that he is an elite quarterback because we know he's a franchise quarterback by money. You know what I'm saying? Some of the stuff he's accomplished. An elite quarterback, that, 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 that's what he's chasing. And he might not be chasing it, but... I'm chasing it for him. Yeah. And the people that's talking about Dak Prescott don't, that really don't never give him, put him in that elite conversation, that's what you're trying to get into. That, that's what you are chasing. And you're going up against an elite quarterback. You're about to break the bank with $55 million. The number one seed is on the line for everybody to come through Dallas. Go out there and do your job. More pressure on Dak Prescott to get this one done. You said it, Acho. MVP. That's legacy yeah, for legacy. a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. You have a chance to get that done. Go get it done, man. Yeah, I'm going with Dak Prescott as well. Um, on the road, let's think about this for a second. They're playing the Bills, who's a solid team, and it's minus one Bills. If they played the Bills in, in, in Dallas, it would be like, what, minus 13, 10, something like that? So this shows that who they, they favor. They think that the Cowboys, they might steal this game. And also, you talked about the legacy part. Not only are they fighting for the number one seed in the NFC, but, yo, we talking about Dak Prescott as an MVP. This is an MVP moment. You're going against a guy that's a better quarterback than you, Josh Allen, I might believe that. Other people may believe that. Everyone does believe that. Show it. Show that they lie. Mm. So if you ask me more pressure, that's on that. And the last thing I want to say is this. In my opinion, it's easy to play at elite level. It's hard to stay there. Mm-hmm. It's hard to stay there. No, so every, no. Everybody has some good moments. No. I mean, for God's sakes, we just watched DeVito and, and mm. Zach. Zach Wilson win play of the week. Can they do that consistently all the time? That's the thing with Dak Prescott. Can you stay at this level playing this elite? And that's the question. More pressure on Dak Prescott. Well, we're not done with the pressure conversations because the Chiefs are in a pressure cooker as well. They've lost three out of their four, and they're currently facing one of the greatest coaches, if not the greatest coach of all time, in Bill Belichick. Word on the street, he might be fired. More pressure. Bill Belichick, Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs, Patriots. The pressure is on this weekend. We're going to find out who's going to crack. Next on speak. Nobody took charges yesterday, did they? In a hurry-up offense, got to keep this one quick, but boy, is it good. Patrick Mahomes, he's never seen 8-5 and five before on foreign territory. Well, Bill Belichick, he hasn't been on a hot seat in two decades. I can't believe I'm even saying that this is true. So who is under more pressure to five Patrick Mahomes, your former teammate who you won a Super Bowl with, or somehow the head coach who's won six Super Bowls in New England but is having the worst season he's seen on this side of the century? It, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. I think now we can all say... Well, I've been through this, but now we all can say that. We know what Bel- Belichick is without Tom Brady. It's obvious. Come on. We're not talking about that no more. So I think it's more on Patrick Mahomes. I think that your, your wide receivers have been struggling, but I think your wide receivers are better than, than the Patriots' D- defenders or D-backs, right? Andy Reid is a way better coach, way, way better coach than Bill Belichick. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not. He's a way better coach than Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. right? And then you, Patrick Mahomes, you're going against, I don't know who's going to start correct for the, for the Patriots this week or this quarter. I don't know who's going to be. So it has to be Patrick Mahomes. Listen, you're a great player. You're 8-5. I've never been that before in your career. It's time to go out there and take this. This is the game should be building confidence. Younger receivers that's dropping the ball, mm-hmm. let's, let's try to get a game where we can win this game easily and get some more confidence and momentum for the younger receivers. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, this one easy. It got to be Patty. 
Patty going to the playoffs, Bill going home. So, I mean, he's going to stay home. I mean, you know, so this is all about Patrick Mahomes going out there offensively. They have been bad the last couple weeks. Go out there, get your guy's self on track, get the young receivers. I don't even care if you come to the young receivers early in this ball game. If I'm Andy Reid, let's dial up a couple plays. How can we get MVS the rock to get him some confidence? How can we get uh, Rasheed Rice the rock to get him some confidence? Tony the rock to get him some confidence. Like, this is one of those games to where try some new stuff. Right? See if this going to help your young receivers out to try to score some points on offense. But Bill Belichick going home. He might be living in L.A. next year. We do not know. But we know that Why are you living in L.A.? Coaching the Chargers. But um, that's, that's another That would be a you bad. Never bad. You never know. Oh, wait. Tom Brady <laughs> might come out of retirement. If he do that, then yeah. Tommy, come out. Come on up, Bill. No, But, yeah, the pressure's on Patty. They got to get this thing right. They're going into the playoffs. Like you said about the Eagles, you want to be playing the right football. <laughs> said so much. <laughs> um, the wave of anxiety that just came over me about them, him coaching the Chargers. Yeah, coming to LA. I'm going to have to compose he, myself. He should just... I got a nice house. He might be living next to our job. This should be his last team. Could you imagine that... You know how crazy it is that we are talking about the Patriots, like, as a team, that they could just try stuff on? That's crazy. And you know how crazy it is that we're talking about the Chiefs having pressure going into a game against the Patriots? That part. That, the NFL season that's is nut crazy nut. right there. This has been a nut nut season. No doubt. There is a lot that has happened. Mm-hmm. Build has been building. Why are we talking about this? We talk about the Chiefs, we talk about the Chiefs going build, against build. the Patriots. Yeah. And what, who has more pressure? Yeah. What? It's the it's the Chiefs yeah. and Patrick Mahomes. But it is the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Because you can't lose to the Patriots. Can't. Oh my goodness. Can't. There's a lot of crazy things we just said in the past minute. Ooh, the man. Chiefs are gonna use this game to get right. Yeah. Uh, against the Patriots teams, which should tell you how far the Patriots have fallen, that that's how we're looking at this. And they absolutely cannot lose to the Patriots. Mm. So, yes, there's obviously more pressure on Patrick Mahomes. But, man, life comes at you fast, huh? The fastest. What's fascinating is this isn't a get-right game for the Chiefs' offense, though, James. No. Because the Patriots, the last five games, gave up 18 points, 6 points, 10 points, 10 points, 20 points. So you're saying they finna put that smut on Patty Mahomes? I'm just saying Pat Mahomes ain't gonna go out there and have 35 points. Mm. He ain't gonna do that. Oh, you don't got the names who it was Nah, 18 points, obviously, that was bad. Steelers. You gave up six points, Chargers. You gave up 10 points, DeVito. You gave up 10 points, Colts. You gave up seven, 20 points, Command. I, I, got, I got him going out there and balling. I mean, no disrespect to them teams. Yeah, like, come on. DeVito and all them. Come on, man. That's <laughs> my home, man. Let's go. Uh, well, we know you're picking the Chiefs, but when we current return on the other side of this commercial break, find out who we are picking for every game. Figure out where to place your bets at. How can you make some easy money? Follow Shady McCoy. He'll lead you to, well, based off last week, uh, we're in 10 weeks. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Two-minute drill, family. Time to look at our picks. It's starting to get tight. James Jones coming off a week where he went incredibly well. Dang. Shady still has a lead, but these are the weekend picks. My surprise pick, I would say, is the Bears beating the Browns. I think Justin Fields will oh, keep it rolling. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. He told Justin Fields. Joy, where are you at? Uh, I'm taking the Bills over the Cowboys. I don't know if I have any surprising picks. I'm still sticking with the Steelers. Um, the Packers Bucks is interesting to me. Yeah, that's very interesting. Very interesting. Bills Cowboys. I'm still torn. Yeah. I, I picked the Cowboys, but I'm not convinced. Yeah, don't change. Uh, <laughs> I, I got Seahawks over the Eagles. I wasn't lying. I think they gonna handle business on Monday night. I got Seahawks over the um, Eagles, and then uh, that Broncos Lions game is gonna be tricky. tricky. I got it's the Broncos. Tricky. I got the Broncos too. Oh, and you going with the Texans over yeah, the Titans. Yeah, James, you, you you in last place? 
I can see why. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, uh, can I see my picks? He got some boys. I'm going to go with the, um, oh, Shady's a big week for it. Nah, it's not. Uh, you got Josh you know Allen. I'm going to go with. What's your surprise pick? Jay? I'm going with Josh Allen, baby. Josh Allen. Over the, over the, the MVP Cowboys with uh, Dak Prescott. Let's go, Josh. Ooh, this is it. a big weekend. Well, look, y'all could have watched any show today. Y'all hung out with us. We do not take it for granted. Have an incredible weekend, and we'll see you on Monday.